your Hollywood update on this Friday, September 29th. Well, there was one positive, if you will, from the Packers being down 27-3. to hmm. I went upstairs from the man cave. I was down in the man cave watching the game. Mm-hmm. And Cindy was upstairs watching the Golden Bachelor. So I, uh, I did get to see some of the Golden Bachelor. I had to record that so my girls and I could watch it together. How was it? It was all right. It was okay. Renee was eliminated. Renee is the grandmother and former NFL cheerleader from Middleton. Unfortunately, she really? went home. Yeah, she went home oh. without a rose. Uh, Renee was one of the 22 accomplished golden ladies. That's the phrase they use. Mm-hmm. Between ages 60 and 75, competing for the heart of Gary Turner, who's 72, on the senior-focused dating spinoff. As he stood outside the bachelor mansion, a limo pulled up and the contestants began to emerge. And uh, there was one who rode up on a motorcycle. One, one woman came out with a walker, a house coat, and a permed wig and then ditched it all to make this big reveal. Mm-hmm. I did see that in the uh, uh, preview. Teresa, who was celebrating her birthday, teased Gary that she only had her birthday suit on under the black robe she was wearing. And... Uh, Golden Bachelor then, of course, led into this is where I gave up on it and went back to the game. I went back downstairs because after that hour was over, Bachelor in Paradise came on. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. If I hear the word vibe one more time, my head's going to explode. Literally. Literally and vibe. (laughs) Those are the two words. We had a good vibe. We were vibing. Good vibes. Mm. They actually had a vibe counter on the corner of the screen. That's fun. On the Kelly Clarkson (laughs) show, Jay Leno. As a guest, talking about running into Prince William and Kate Middleton. He was just picking up his Sunday newspaper in the driveway. This is a 100% true story. I get to the top of my driveway, and I see the two most incredibly well-dressed people standing there. And the guy turns around, I go, Prince William? He goes, hello. Kate Middleton. Lovely home. Well, thank you. I'm just getting my paper. Are we in your way? No, 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 I'm just, uh, no, no, I'm just getting my paper. Uh, 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 so what, what, what brings you to my driveway? Well, my neighbor is a, a kind of a famous guy who's a big philanthropist. And when, they, when the royals are visiting in 2011, he had a children's charity event on his lawn. And they wanted to stop by and thank him. And their car was parked down the bottom of the street parallel to keep people from coming up. And Prince William said, it's rather crowded up there. Can we stand in your driveway until a car collects us? I said, feel free to stand in my driveway all day long. You know, thank you so much. Also, Jay Leno says the secret to a long relationship is to marry your conscience. You have to marry a normal person. That's that's. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you know what I say? It, it, it's it's a quote I it's a quote I gave to Drew Barrymore because she asked me this question. I said, "Always marry your conscience. Marry the person you wish you could be. You know, who was kind and maybe whatever fault you have doesn't have those faults." And that's worked out for me. So to me, I, I married that's the perfect really person. Yeah, that's out excellent advice. Yeah. Uh, George Clooney talks about the secret to a long relationship. Stay out of jail because, you know, <laughs> you know if I commit a crime, though, I'm covered. Don't become a client. Yeah, don't yeah, become a client. That's don't a, become a client. That's actually good. That's, a good. that's about the best advice you get. Terry Bradshaw in an interview said his first contract with CBS was more money than he made during his entire NFL career. When I retired from Pittsburgh, I owned a small farm, had a small herd of cattle. I had a John Deere tractor and a baler and a clipper all paid for. I was making about maybe 50000 a year, and I felt like, hey, that's a pretty good living. And then CBS offered me $100,000 and a three-year guaranteed contract. I'm like, 
I only made 300 grand playing. So I went to CBS, and that's how I got into broadcasting. I didn't deserve it. I didn't earn it, didn't know how to do it. But you learn later that television is driven by celebrity, by stars, and I was a star, so yay me. <laughs> <laughs> yay me. On Live with Kelly and Mark, Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank talks about how she came to be on Shark Tank. Well, I got a call from Mark Burnett, who's a famous producer. I didn't know it then. Mm-hmm. A call asked if I wanted to be on this new show called Shark Tank. I said, sure, when I heard what it was about. I signed the contract without reading it, sent it back within the week. And then I went out to Bergdorf Goodman's and bought myself three new outfits and a new set of luggage because I was going to Hollywood. You know? <laughs> so then two weeks before I was going there, I got a call saying, I'm sorry, we've decided on another girl for the one lone female seat. Mm. So I felt sorry for myself for about a minute, but then I did what I always do well. I stood back up. And I wrote a sharp email starting with, I consider your rejection a lucky charm. Here's why. Because all the things happen in my life after bad things happen. And he said, she's a shark. Mm, That's very cool. Yeah, I think so. She also said she bought an apartment that she fell in love with 23 years after she first saw it. Well, I was going through a tough period, which you do when you're building a business. It was a recession, it was rough. So I took a job as a night messenger. My business was about five years old Mm. and delivered packages at night. And when she opens the door, I see a double door fronting a beautiful terrace, fronting Central Park, fronting Central Park West. I was like, I didn't know people live like this. Wow. And I said to that lady, listen, if you ever decide to sell this place, would you give me a call? <laughs> and she like treated me like, ah, you know, those phony rich lady smiles like, ah. <laughs> I went out the door and I came back 23 years later and paid her $10 million for her flat. <laughs> wow. Man. That's a great story. And Mick Jagger in the news today, he said the Rolling Stones have no intention of selling their post-1971 music catalog. But if they did, the profits certainly will not go to his eight children. He said, quote, The kids don't need $500 million to live well. Come on. Instead, Mick Jagger said he would like the money to go to charity to, quote, do some good in the world. Uh, Mick's eight kids, by the way, range in age from 6 to 52. He's got but a 52 year old. What if they can't old. sing and they're not talented like you, Meg? Mm-hmm. I'm sure he's leaving them something. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Just not 500 million. Mm-hmm. And that's your Hollywood update.